great conversation by emailing us citytalk at talknewburn.net or call us at 252-633-4243. Well, first of all, happy Memorial Day weekend. Well, happy Memorial Day weekend to you too. Start to the summer. I I understand officially summer starting. That means my mother said I can take my white shoes and my white clothes (laughs) out because you couldn't wear white to Memorial Day and then you had to put it away at Labor Day. So glad those (laughs) rules have changed. But, um, and Lee, I want to say, have you... Have you gotten a new hairdresser? You really, your hair is lovely today. <laughs> Are you being facetious? I am. It's all over the place. So I, I you know, I maybe you got. Some really, thank you. No, but, thank but you. But you're looking thank, good. Thank you. And this is a, this. I got bad hair from my mom. My okay. mom had the worst hair in the world. And it's so an now, and my thing. mom is dead now, and you're picking on my hair, <laughs> which is directly attributable to my mom. Thank you for picking on my dead mom. Uh, mom, if you're up there, <laughs> she is up there. Come haunt. Us. Sabrina, the chains, the rattles. Well, let me tell you something else about today. Today's another great day. Today is May the 27th, okay? But it is Caleb Bradham's birthday. Caleb Bradham is the inventor of Pepsi-Cola. He turns 149 years young today. Really? And in celebration of that, if you'll come to the birthplace of Pepsi located on Middle Street, the corner of Middle and Pollock, we are serving nickel Pepsis just like they did in 1898. It's the six-ounce version just like he did for a nickel all day today. And we also have birthday cake. So come by, visit us, help us celebrate Caleb Bradham's birthday. With a Brad's drink is with, what they called it. With a Brad's drink, yes. And um, help us celebrate, you know, uh, this wonder really why that cool name guy. Brad's drink didn't catch on. Well, you know, I mean, I like the Pepsi-Cola, I guess, had a little more flair. It would have been hard to, you know, have uh, penned that out. But, you know, it is a worldwide, you know, priceless brand. And just think it started on one little corner in one little town at one little time. And, you know, that's the true essence of entrepreneurship and that anybody can do anything with a great idea. So, you know, kudos to him. He served this community. He did lots of great things. And, you know, he actually went bankrupt in 1923, lost it all. Because of the sugar prices. Because of the sugar the prices in World War prices. One, And yet, uh-huh. you know, he went back to being a pharmacist, you know, lived his life out here in New Bern. But thankfully, somebody picked up the brand and really made it a worldwide thing. But, you know, it was is from his invention. But anyway, come by today. Visit us. Happy birthday, Caleb Bradham. Uh, we've got some great guests today. We're going to be talking about a lot of cool things that are going on in our community. Controversial things, uh, such as art. I know, should well, it you, exist? Didn't you, didn't you know that we are controversial? You know that. Art. Should it exist at all? But let me let me tell everybody. These, because these questions are coming up. We, Art. We will be talking what is about it good for? a little bit today, but we'll really get into it next week. Um, but, of course, the Board of Aldermen have passed. We still have one of those? We do. Oh. They've passed the budget in May. I want you to know that I've been following Board of Aldermen budgets for the last 35-plus years, and I have never seen a budget passed before June. This is the first time. They were in a hurry to get this thing passed, get it on the books, not a lot of discussion. You know, we used to have all our public hearings in May. We do that and then put our, I mean, we, we have our discussion. We, we would two have meetings our just so you could say what you wanted to well, say. Well, yeah, I hear you. We'd have our workshops oh, in true. May. Then we'd go into June and we'd let the public really speak to us. And they did, you know, by all rights, they did have a quote-unquote public hearing or public discussion. And... 
Not well, a we'll lot being said. More. What does that mean? What does that well, mean to you? Well, the budget's passed, and the budget's passed, and it's going to mean a 1% increase uh, for employees' raises, which amounts to about $300,000. And it also meant that, you know, and you have to catch this. People don't catch it. But originally, the mayor and board of aldermen put in a 1% increase for them as well because they consider themselves employees of the city of New Bern. But thankfully, the other night, they asked for it to be removed, and I'm very glad because... Here are our city employees doing the day-to-day -day work of our city. They're the ones need the raises, not our board of aldermen. It is that's why it's called public service. That's why it's called public did, did, service. Did that provision pass where city employees have to use their own cars? Uh, there, there's, there's some use of their cars, and we'll get into that. But there's lots more information, and I'm going to be happy to to talk about that later. I am waiting. I'm going to get a final version. Stuff. Oh yeah, you know how we are. But Hard I'm, hitting. I'm waiting to get a final version of it, and we're going to have lots more to talk about today. But we are going to be getting ready to go to commercial here shortly, and um, then you and I are going to come back with our great guests. We're going to be talking later on in the second half hour with a veteran about Memorial Day. So everybody, lots of coffee, and we'll be right back. And good morning and welcome back to City Talk with Sabrina and Lee sitting here high atop the Omarks building looking out our gorgeous plate glass window here in the <laughs> penthouse <laughs> over a beautiful spring oh day. God. It's going to be a beautiful, look at all the people wandering around down there, Sabrina. It is. It is wonderful to it see all the tourists, the squirrels, the the. <laughs> It, I, I couldn't be more happy to be alive Nothing today. Nothing prettier than New Bern at the beginning of a holiday weekend. People all out and about. Downtown's going to be hopping in a little while. Don't forget it's Caleb Bradham's birthday today. Come to the Pepsi store. And everybody be safe if you're traveling anywhere. Um, so what are you saying? Come to the Pepsi store for uh, Caleb Bradham's birthday? Uh, yeah, cake and nickel Pepsis. Why not? Well, hey, I want to give a before we get into our controversial guests. <laughs> I want to give <laughs> a I want to give a shout out to Gunny Mike, Ura, and everybody else out at Cherry Point. Happy Memorial Day! I don't know. Can you say Happy Memorial Day? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. We're going to have our guest in the we'll second half the hour. We're going to have that. my good friend Dustin Kainstrup, who's just been who retired about a year and a half ago, and uh, we're going to talk about the importance of Memorial Day and what it really means to veterans and other people in our second half hour. So introduce our guests. All right. Today we have Kathy Adolph um, of the City Laundry Coffee House Gallery. It's a gallery, coffee house. Uh, there's a City Laundry stage. It's just a great little it's spot. An there's awesome the mic, Kathy. Spot. Kathy's like, what, Mike? We have Kathy Adolph. We also have um, Kim Bledsoe, who is the manager and the operator of the, 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 the coffee house gallery. She also does uh, improv. She's given improv lessons, comedy lessons down there. We have Jay Manning who um, is a great artist, and his show is going on down there, and we're going to yes. talk all about that, which is an abstract environment. Um, <laughs> it's very, very smart <laughs> stuff. And I th and <laughs> no, it's abstract environment. That's very, very controversial. We have we to get into Lee. that. Kathy, good morning. And Art, Art, what is it good for? Are you kidding me? Um, I can't live without it. And you, you know me a bit. Um, school principal from Denver would never have given up um, an art teacher or music teacher in an elementary school. It is fundamental to life. And now, as in my older years, um, art to me in New Bern is, is one of the most important things we've got going here. Yeah, we really do. It's incredible. The artists we have, the galleries um, are performing arts, you know, visual arts. It's just the coolest thing, and that's why we get a lot of people who want to come here. For, right? for those of you who don't know, it's the, the Pollock Street Corridor. The, the city laundry is on the Pollock Street Corridor. 
why did you choose that building? That's 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 just a rundown area, and uh, nobody should go there. Blah blah blah. It's dangerous. So uh, why are you putting people in danger? It is the most um, <laughs> thrilling part of this city, and you're right. The old stereotypes keep this city down. The ones that you're just talking about, and that's a shame for Newburn because art transforms, and these um, two warehouses, uh, over 12,000 square feet on an acre in the historic district, um, are with a peace garden, um, are tucked in between blocks. So most people don't even know it's there, which is incredible. It's an acre in the historic district, and uh, we were on the Spring Homes Tour in April, and had hundreds of people coming through the building, and their big comment was, wow, wow, we never even knew this place was here. You've created a destination spot in, in a yeah. barren universe Absolutely. where nothing should have been, proving the fact that one person can help the revitalization of downtown New Bern. Well, it's just in my soul, and I fell in love with this these two warehouses. I mean, it, it's as simple as that. You walk into there, you yeah, walk and into there, you feel like you're walking into <laughs> any arts arts district in New York, D.C., right. any of our best cities. It is a place away from a place in New Bern with an ambiance of its own. I'll tell you what, and uh, you got to get down there to see it. We're going to open up the doors. We thought June 1st, but we're delaying that to June 17th because of con some construction issues. But we have, we're really rocking this um, site, and it is a destination. It's We've got... Um, uh, an art gallery, and we've got one of the artists here who's doing the show, Jay Manning, uh, and his colleague or friend, uh, fellow artist, uh, Kevin Mertens, have a show that will be open to the public through the end of July. It is one of the best shows in this city, and so if you haven't been to an art walk, and we are open on art walks um, from five You're to also eight. open every day from on Tuesday through sa Saturday, five to or 11 to 5. Starting June 17th. Starting um, June 17th. Right. Uh, the coffee house will be open, and that's what's going to motivate us to open the doors to the whole center. And the center is uh, Newburn Arts and Cultural Center. Dot com is the website. Go to it and check us out. Newburn Arts and Cultural, Cultural Center. Center. Dot com. Say that again, Lee. Newburn Arts and Cultural Center dot com. Very good. And um, <laughs> we had to practice that early on, Sabrina. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, so that gives you a flair of what this whole center is about because it's um, got lots of different pieces to it. And as they evolve, and we'll get in, uh, Kim Bledsoe. Kim Bledsoe's the manager. And executive producer of the City Laundry, uh, business partner with me, and she is um, going to talk a little bit about upcoming events, and she's a professionally trained improv actress. And, uh, her NC State Almost. degree, communication. Kim Bledsoe. Good morning. A pen, a dairy farmer, and plutonium. Go. <laughs> Go. Well, you know, everybody says that. Uh, oh, you do improv? Say something funny. Um, I don't it. do stand-up. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a strange uh, misconception. I don't do stand-up. Oh, all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, what, what's the deal? What do you do down there at the What do you do down there at the City Laundry uh, Coffee House? I'm kind of a jack of all trades. So, I'll be managing the coffee house. I'll be managing the stage um, also, in particular. So, if you want to 
If you have a group and you want to come down and perform, you have music you want to perform, you want to do a small black box style one act play. Uh, improv, we've got improv coming, both short form and long form on the 17th of June. So what does that mean? You guys are going to actually have an open mic night or open stage? You just sign up and come up we, and do your thing? We will come and have yes. a cup of coffee and watch some entertainment. Sure, I mean, that's absolutely. the whole concept. If people have been dying to have little jazz right. clubs and things like that. This is awesome opportunity. We are hoping awesome. to put together some open mic nights. You know, maybe this open mic night is for music, so you want to come play your guitar for a while? Come on down. Sign up for a spot play you want to come and read your poetry you want to read your short stories we'll have you know a spoken what about limericks absolutely all right lay one on us so, uh, <laughs> so can lee and i come and rant for 20 minutes <laughs> absolutely absolutely that, anyway. that, that seems to be our we'd forte we'd love to have you come down and, and so rant. this stuff is all starting on june 17th june 17th where, where are you originally from originally from fayetteville north carolina fayetteville. and mm -hmm. all right so you, you get here um what do you think of Newburn as an art center? Is there any arts here? I, I love Newburn as an art center. It's what my husband was offered a job here. I was offered a job here. And I said, before we take these jobs, I want to go and spend some time and, and see if I can live there because I can't live without the arts. I just shrivel up and become a horrible, nasty, mean person. <laughs> so we came and we spent about four or five days and saw all of the galleries and the theaters and the festivals and all of this wonderful, fantastic art stuff going on. And I said, okay, I can live there. Because my first thought was, you're going to move me to Mayberry? Excuse me? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm a city girl at heart. Very so I said, I'm, not, I'm just not sure I can do that. But <laughs> okay, damn boy. <laughs> so, yes, I fell in love with the arts stuff. here. As soon as, as soon as we saw the arts, I said, okay, I'm in. I can do this. All right, right now you have a showing of Abstract Environment with Jay Manning and Kevin um, Myrtle. Mertens. Merton, which is the German spelling, in case you guys didn't know it, of Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yes it is. <laughs> I, I knew that. So uh, what's, what's, the, well, yeah. uh, what's the Abstract Environment show, and why should we care? Let me um, pass the mic off. All right, yeah. Jay. I'll take it from here. Oh, you take it from there, Jay. What's the abstract? Jay, one of our good downtown New Bern residents. Yeah, who, who are you? Tell everybody who you I'll are. I'll try to live up to that. Yes. But who who you are? Where you're from? California, right? Uh, yeah, I'm from Southern California, and uh, Kevin Mertens is from the East Coast, and so the East meets West on uh, bringing our art together for abstract environments. Um, both of us are abstract designers, and both of us are abstract uh, artists, and um, the things that our pieces have in common is they both evoke a, um, a depth in an environment that allows the viewer to, to uh, find themselves in the artwork. Instead of a painting of an apple or, or, a, or a sailboat or something like that, which is more about the subject matter and, and, and draftsmanship. You just saw my painting of the sailboat. I did. There. Why I are you ragging on I, me? I, it's, a, it, it's a good painting. It's a, well, it's a, I recognized it. It was a sailboat. Too. Snob, <laughs> art snob. I'm not happy. <laughs> we have to hang hey, together as I sailors anyway, but uh, not as artists. <laughs> really? You know, art instead of an art science, an art hole. <laughs> All right. So, and now, what is abstract? Tell, tell, what is this abstract stuff, and what, do you, what are you talking about? When people get down there, what, what can they expect on the, on the gallery? Um, they, they can expect uh, color and movement and, um, and to, to come into the gallery and, and um, evoke their own emotions over the paintings instead of it just being about draftsmanship and, and, and a popular subject matter. And um, by the way that the gallery is laid out, 
uh, it's it's very open. There's seating areas in the center of the gallery, and so much like uh, going to a gallery in New York City or a large large city, you can sit in the center of the room and contemplate paintings in, instead of just milling through like, like it's a walkway. Um, you know, many of the galleries downtown don't have seating areas for people to take in uh, the artwork, and, and Kathy has done a wonderful job in laying out uh, the New Bern Arts and Cultural Center for everybody to feel at home and be able to mingle and spend time with the artwork and with music and with um, with uh, sharing time with each other. And just so everybody out there knows, Jay Manning, Jay Manning is a professional artist who makes his living um, selling art. He's made a career, but something that people don't normally do. He he. I mean. He, what are you like thirty now? And you've been doing this your entire. Life. <laughs> give us, give us your background, just so everybody knows. Um, well, I went to school as a uh, commercial artist, uh, studied illustration. Uh, my my first jobs were designing black and white illustrations for the Yellow Pages, and then I did greeting cards, and I worked for network television. I did uh, animation for for three or four years, and then worked in advertising, and then onto commercial sculpture. And so I've pretty much covered the gamut of art, except for the most challenging, which I believe is um, fine art. And so in the last three years, uh, I've dove into that difficult pool of representing myself through fine art. And, and New Bern is, there's no place better than New Bern to do this. Yeah, and so one cool. other thing, his wife, in case, we'll give a shout oh, out to yeah, his wife, Leslie. Leslie. Yeah. yeah, Leslie. Leslie is, a, is, an, is an author. Um, is an author. She's written eleven books. She's she's outstanding. Yeah, yeah and her books are great. So I mean, we have an art great downtown couple. This is what makes our mm -hmm. our historic district so cool because we have such cool. Well, people thank you like very much. The both yeah. of you and you know in great houses and you walk down the street and that's what I love about it because it's such a neighborly feel that yeah. people are out and about and then you you find out that these people have all these wonderful talents that mm -hmm. they have brought to our community and that's what makes Newburn so special and continues to make Newburn special mm -hmm. and. You know, uh, shout out to you, Kathy, though, because mm -hmm. you had the vision to take a street that was pretty bad looking, you know, some houses, some empty buildings, and you're creating a culture on this street, mm -hmm. starting with this massive piece mm -hmm. of property, you know, and I know purchasing other pieces along the way, you even convinced Stephen Ada to buy a little piece of that because we saw the value in what you were doing, but creating that venue where people can go and sit, visit with friends and neighbors, have a cup of coffee, enjoy mm -hmm. art, enjoy performances. That's what keeps Newburn vibrant. I mean, just look at the coffee house down on Craven Street. <laughs> Amazing when they have their little, um, you know, uh, groups and combos coming in there, poetry readings. The place is packed. So mm -hmm, it's obvious mm -hmm. there's a marketplace for that. Oh, yeah, and, the whole town is you know, hungry It's a marketplace for, for you to take your creativity and ideas and produce something, and it then lends itself for people to enjoy it. Hey, mm -hmm. as a business person, and you are a quintessential Newburn oh, business person, what, uh, what, what's your take on all this art? I mean, is it good for business? I mean, It's beyond good for business because, you know, when I'm talking, just like um, Kim had discussed, talking to retirees, and when I say retirees, you know, we have this vision of 80-year-old people coming to a retirement center, and no. it's not that way. We're seeing cat? people coming to Newburn, they're retiring at 50 and, and 55, and they're in that area, but... They, they still want those amenities, and it's, you know, it's arts, it's theater, it's um, volunteerism. There's all these things they're looking for, and we're excited that, 
you know, we have the opportunity and, and you guys are bringing this wealth of knowledge and opportunity to our community. And so as a business person, I say, yay, bring it on. Because what the old New Bernians did, you know, the, the people that lived here all their lives, they took this wonderful little town and they just kind of left it. They didn't want anybody to mess it up. They just left it. But it really wasn't going anywhere. And so then all these new people started coming to town and bringing their wealth of knowledge, ideas, their treasures, you know, uh, monetarily and otherwise, and investing in our community. And look what it's done. I mean, our Arts Council, just the building itself is gorgeous. We've got opportunity there. We have people like Kathy purchasing properties and turning them around, investing them. People like Kim and Jay taking their talents and investing them in the community. And then we have places that people want to come and see. And it makes it so cool. I, you know, I had a, a military couple that was visiting me last year, hadn't been to Newburn in 30 years, and were totally blown away by what has ha occurred here in the last 30 years. So kudos well, to you people for making Epperson, it happen. Mr. Epperson <laughs> used to say, and I'll steal it from him, and I love Mr. Epperson, our city manager, he used to say a city is made up of a lot of great spaces, a lot of great space. We have the Triumph Palace by itself, it's whatever. We have the park down here, Union Park. We have the, uh, you know, the, the, the jet out there to see. We have different things all over the place to, to see. And now Newburn has another great place. Within yes. walkable distance of downtown, you go down there. I love the atmosphere, Kathy, tell you the truth. I love it. It reminds me of the places where I'd go in Brooklyn and just sit there and write. And the next really great, it really uh, is the fun. great rehab, or I think the great renaissance will be a long pause. And I'm street. planning on writing my next book there, The Mayor of F Block. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Can't wait. <laughs> that's a, that's the name of the book, <laughs> The Mayor of F Block. Before I forget, I just want to make sure um, I remember to say to, to everybody that we're starting on the art walks, of which we are a part, to have music after art walks. So art walk in, in our city is 5 to 8. All the galleries are open, ours included. Um, but from 8 to 11 on the second Friday of every month when we have art walks, there will be music at the City Laundry. Sometimes it will be a ticketed event, sometimes it may not. Uh, June kicks off with Casablanca and Simon Spaulding's band. They are uh, Simon Spaulding is a fantastic... Absolutely. This guy can He's play unreal. any instrument known yeah, to man, and he incredible. plays it well. Absolutely. So Casablanca night is happening on our, the June Art Walk Night. In July, the Bears, another band that Simon is a member of, will be doing um, a lot of Beatles and classic uh, rock kinds of things uh, come out. It should be fun. What we hear from a lot of the younger people, and I mean young at heart, that has nothing to do with age, you know, Five dates, great, but there's a whole night ahead of us, and we right. need places to go. We want a so party. <laughs> the party on, party Hello. on. And for those well, people, because they, to they, because they sleep all day and then they want to go out at sometimes, night. <laughs> sometimes. And for those that go. want a more peaceful environment, we have a wonderful peace garden um, that is I don't know how big it is, but it's like a little park. I can't call it a public park, but it is open to everyone to come yeah. and just enjoy and sit uh, in a park setting. And we're two blocks from Triumph Palace. It is... It's um, very walkable it's, from downtown. It is. Yeah, everything. So Ghent cool. is walkable to downtown. Yes. Yes. I mean, 
And we're, you are really working hard to connect those blocks. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I hope that the city will continue in their vision to be... Choice um, neighborhoods. You know, with the choice neighborhoods, you're right to move forward in helping to transform that area. Um, uh, my only sad point is I wish they had purchased the Days Inn building because that's a I key know. component Absolutely. to that. You know, there there's some vision, and hopefully uh, we'll get some new board members in there. We'll so see how quickly that goes. What, what are you going to be teaching? What is this improv stuff I heard so much about, and how can you teach something that's supposed to be impromptu? <laughs> okay. Um, well, it, it it is impromptu when you perform. It's impromptu when you rehearse, but you have to learn the rules uh, for example, if you and I are doing a scene together and you say... I can see that. It would be sexy. And, <laughs> and you say in a really sexy way, why do you have a turkey on your head? I, in what the improv world, exactly. In those rules, I have to accept that and I have to then believe and recognize that I have a turkey on my head and I have to say, well, what else would I wear to a Thanksgiving dinner? Um, so to break that rule would be for me to say, I don't have a turkey on my head, what are you talking about? So you have to learn the rules of how to make it up with each other. And, and you're gonna be you're gonna be offering classes down there? Who are these classes absolutely. gonna be for and why should people come down and do it? The well, classes are gonna be for anybody who wants to participate 17 years old or older. And uh, you know, these skills you can use everywhere in your life. If you're an attorney and you have a hard time standing up in court, you're really nervous all the time. You're just looking at your notes. Improv is going to help you to, to what we do what we call get out of your head, get more comfortable in that space, and be able to speak impromptu. It's, uh, if you, if you are a manager of a team of people, it's going to help you to, to create a more um, a team environment. For your, for your office, it's going to help you to get people working together. This goes to show you, for anybody who ever tells me, you know, I, there's not a lot of lot to do in Newburn. I say to you, woo, <laughs> because mm -hmm. there is a lot to do. There's something for everybody. You just mm -hmm. have to seek it out. So, you Absolutely. know, look at the opportunities just sitting talking to you and then multiply that with everything else that goes on in the community. You can be as busy as you want or not as busy exactly. as you want. And exactly. that's the beauty about what we do. If you just want to walk along the river, you can do that. But if you want to just right. paint or if you want to get a part of it. And, you know, I just can't thank you all enough, and, and especially Kathy, for her vision and for, for buying into it, you guys, because that's what makes it successful is when you buy into that vision and then you help to, to make it happen. So I, I expect to see a lot of people walking up and down Pollock Street here soon. <laughs> Kathy, how can people get up with, and then I want to, no, sorry, Kim, how can people get up with you for the impromptu classes? And then I want to, one more for um, Jay after that. Okay, take a look at the website, newburnartsandculturalcenter.com, and all of our contact information is there. Okay, and Jay. You can't make a living in art. Art's just, I mean, it's not, it's not a real job for a guy, or is it? Uh, well, that's what I've been told for 40 years. <laughs> you know, and sometimes I'm beginning to believe that. You know, no, but, no, I know but, we've had that conversation. But, so, okay. I mean, go ahead. We, we're get, we we're getting ready. We're getting ready to go to break. So we're going to come back. We'll wrap this up in one minute, and we're going to be talking to Dustin Kainstorp. So everybody, we're coming right back. Don't. And we're back up on City Talk Live, 94.1 WMBU, sitting here high atop the Omarks penthouse. We're going to give Jay Manning local artist and celebrity with a <laughs> local artist and celebrity author wife question that comes up a lot of times artists are denigrated the 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 purpose the economic value of art is denigrated you've had that experience why is art so important in your life why is art so important in newburn every culture in the world is defined by their art and uh, and in this fast-paced world it's very 
easy to forget that. We're surrounded by images, we're bombarded by information, and you have to embrace the things that people create by hand, and that will always rise to the top. You know, sometimes there's flat areas in that field, um, and you're waiting for the time to come back around where people are going to recognize the value of that sort of thing. And I believe that we're at the beginning of that, especially in New Bern right now. That uh, New Bern, the peninsula of New Bern here, the triangle of New Bern, of the, the historic homes and the boutique restaurants and, and stores and all the galleries that are associated with that are, um, that's why New Bern is that cultural center because people are hungry for that. And they may, they may not even notice it when they're hunched over their phone, but um, they come to New Bern because of that without even realizing that they're attracted to it. Carl Sagan said, the more we have high tech, the more we want high touch. High mm -hmm. tech, high touch. Oh, nice. And oh. This is, this is, and he was a genius. Where, where can people look at your stuff online and how can they contact you? Uh, my website is J, J-A-Y, Design, Inc., D-E-S-I-G-N-I-N-C dot com. And LeslieTallManning.com is my wife's website. Um, she's written 11 wonderful novels, and she's going to be picked up by a couple of the schools locally. And uh, um, we're just happy to be part of this, uh, this terrific uh, energy downtown. Awesome. You awesome. Are. I want to thank everybody, Kathy, Kim, and Jay, for being with us this morning. And we're going to put information about City Laundry on our website. So New everybody Cultural. come New to talknewburn.net and you can get more information about that. And uh, we are coming live to you from 94.1. WNBU. And you can get involved in the conversation if you want to email us, citytalk at talknewburn.net. And now we are very fortunate to have with us this morning in honor of Memorial Day, my good friend. And colleague, um, Dustin Kainstrup. Good morning, Dustin. Good morning, Sabrina. How are you doing? We're good. We're good. And um, for, for those of you listening, um, Dustin is retired about, what, a year and a half, Dustin? Yeah, 18, 20 months, something like that, but who's counting, right? That's right, from uh, the Marine Corps. And I thought it was really appropriate because this is the beginning of Memorial Day weekend, and you know what's really interesting? I love to watch Waters World, that guy Tom Waters on TV. And what he did is he went into New York City and just started saying to people is, what is Memorial Day? Why do we celebrate Memorial Day? And do you know that about at least 90% of the people had no clue? Well, for most, I think uh, a lot of Americans just a day off. You know, they don't uh, take pause or, you know, to really reflect on what it really means, you know, our busy lives and everything. Right. And so what I thought you know, it would be good to do is to talk with you a little bit. I mean, you saw active duty. You were over in Iraq and Afghanistan. And maybe to really talk to us today about the meaning of Memorial Day and what we need to stop and pause and think about on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Again, I really appreciate being on because this day means so much to me. Um, it just, it's very personal for me. Uh, real quickly, let me just give the listeners just a real, you know, shout out and a, a historical uh, reference that the, uh, the history of Memorial Day really was something that was born out of the Civil War. And, of course, here in New Bern, us New Bernians can definitely um, understand that since we have a battlefield from the Civil War not too far away, just over in James City and stuff. And so General John Logan, he was um, the Grand Army of the Republic, basically, once the Union War, or the uh, Union won the Civil War and uh, brought the sailors and soldiers in as a way of uh, all those former sailors and soldiers to honor the, uh, the dead, so to speak. And the first national celebration uh, was then um, Ohio Congressman James Garfield, who was a former Union general. 
and he made a great speech at Arlington National Cemetery. And what was really cool was that the 5,000 people or so that came out, afterwards they went through the graves and decorated more than 2,000 Union and Confederate soldiers who were buried in Arlington National Cemetery. So and from there, it always was kind of like a, a local thing, kind of more of a Civil War, um, I guess, remembrance. And then shortly after World War One is when it became more of a uh, national and observing uh, Americans who sacrificed their lives so that we could be free for all wars. So, and then, of course, in 19, I think it was 1971-ish or Jewish, um, it was passed and it was uh, formally became a, a holiday uh, by, the, by Congress. And, uh, yeah, so what, what, the thing I do think is kind of ironic, though, is that uh, down here in the South, and I love the South, and I'm not a, you know, I can't say I was born here and bred here in the South, but uh, I'm definitely a transplant. But I, I really, it's one of the things I love about New Bern, and it, it's a unique culture and everything. But down here in the South, they actually, uh, they have a Confederate Memorial Day, which is usually about the second or third week in January, and uh, different states celebrate at different times. Uh, I know May 10th, uh, May 10th usually for North and South Carolina, but like Texas does it back January 19th, and then Arkansas does it uh, like in April. So it's always kind of like that first half of the year. But, uh, Dustin, it's Lee Bettis. Hey, good morning. Thank you for being here. Uh, oh, thank you for having me. As a former Marine, I was in in 1982 to 1986. Um, you know, we, we were, I was fortunate to be in during a relative time of peace. Uh, t tell us your, about your career. So I, I enlisted in the Marine Corps uh, in the early 90s, approximately, I'm trying to think here, 1994. And uh, most of my time, uh, I started off as an enlisted person, uh, enlisted man, uh, serving on, uh, overseas in the Pacific Theater, uh, Okinawa, Japan, Korea specifically, and then uh, California. Uh, I switched over. Um, I'm what they call a Mustang. Uh, somebody switches over from enlisted ranks over the officer ranks. Got a commission right around, right before the 2000s, right before the millennium. And um, I got assigned to my first unit, 3rd Battalion, 6th Marines. Um, and literally, I, it was less than a year, and September 11th happened. And that really kind of changed everything. Uh, up until that point, I would say we were more of a peacetime footing, uh, maybe kind of like what you're referring to with your career. And But ever since then, you know, I don't know if people realize this, but we are still in war. I, I hate calling it the uh, war against this, that, and extremism and whatever. It, it, it's a war. And Afghanistan right now represents the longest war uh, in U.S. history that we've ever been in. And so since 2001, uh, going forward, we've been in a war footing. And um, I've done tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and at times, it's been very uh, challenging, and I've lost friends uh, during that. And that's kind of like why I started your Army and everything. Yeah, that's Dustin. That's what I was going to – that's just what I was going to talk to you about. You, uh, you know, the, you, you've taken this – and I'm, I'm not going to and I don't know if anybody can say if it's it's, it's a horrible experience because the I'm sure that the bonds of the bonds between warriors the, and I, I was never on the battlefield. But the bonds that you shared between men are, you know, are, are irreplaceable and you wouldn't trade them for anything. But they're painful at times. They're you know, they're hard to get over. But you've taken you've taken these bonds and, and, and you've gone forward with these memories in a really, really positive way. The beer army. How did I mean? It's not it's it's not just a burger company in downtown Newburn, but the Beer Army was your brainchild. How did that come about? Yeah, it really was by kind of necessity, and I almost uh, uh, I feel guilty to say uh, selfish need for uh, during my last tour losing a good friend, and uh, I was on I was a, an advisor uh, advisory. 
advisory team for the 1st Iraqi Army Division. So there's about uh, just over a dozen of us uh, that were embedded with about 25,000 Iraqis. And it was our job to try to turn them into a professional uh, fighting force. So we were mentors and we were advisors. At times, we were kind of like spies and we're, you know, we're getting intel because we know we have uh, um, al-Qaeda sympathizers within the ranks. And, um, and so from that, we, we rotate back. We go a whole year. It, it's very arduous and it, it's just austere. Um, you know, you're not with a coalition unit. You're not in a friendly uh, forward operating base or anything like that. You're, again, you're living with them. And uh, we would still get together. When we came back, we were trying to acclimate back into our lives. But, you know, it's really weird when you're driving down a road and you're, you're standing for IEDs and, you know, you don't let any other vehicles come near you. And then all of a sudden you get transplanted back to your stateside. And, you know, you start breaking into sweat because a dump truck's starting to come up close to you and you're starting to kind of pull off to the side of the road, you know, and, you're, and your wife's like, what is, you know, what are you doing? And it's just this um, conditioning that you're in because you've been in that environment for such a, a long time. And um, so I was a home brewer and I'm a beer judge and uh, we would still get together, the guys around the team that play poker at one of their houses. And looking back on it now, I realized what it was is quasi-group therapy for us. And we were kind of missing the bond, and, and, and we were trying to cope with the disconnect that the rest of society here stateside was having from, you know, everybody who's more concerned about the price of gas or, or bitching about the war or, you know, and they're drinking their $6 Starbucks latte and their convertible talking on their cell phone. And we're here trying to, like, just acclimate back into the world. And, um, and so those, these poker games really helped us do that. It kind of created, again, this group therapy. By the way, you're not that good at poker. <laughs> you're not that good at poker i'm not that good i think i've taken your money a couple of times but uh, but uh and i started loosely calling it the beer army because the the thing that it was about is that the beer because they like drinking my homebrew and they would give me honest or you know, sometimes negative feedback uh about my beer so the beer was kind of staged that was set and even though as a beer geek i'll get really geeky about beer and beer might be center stage but for the most part beer and Beer Army is about being the foundation of what brings people together. It brings people from different walks of life that you would never see maybe associated in their in their day-to-day lives. And craft beer has really uh, exploded over the last five or six years, especially here in North Carolina. And so, um, so, so really, Beer Army is just a, it's a, uh, a social lifestyle brand, really. And our mantra is if you drink beer in the Beer Army, whether you drink our beer, if you drink Bud Miller Coors or some other uh, brewery 99. I'm really excited. I just heard that uh, looks like we might have another brewery coming in downtown New Bern called uh, Tun Tavern Brewing Company. They're they're trying to get open in 2017. That that Uber excites me because I think New Bern could be like Asheville, but maybe a little bit more conservative. And I'm very <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so, so. So Dustin, you know, again, um, talk to us a little bit about the military and and going back to the the essence of Memorial Day. You know, my dad. Uh, 85 years young, uh, Korean yeah. War vet. This is his the biggest weekend of the year for him. He lives for Memorial Day weekend so he can put on his parade and honor the fallen. So, you know, um, the few who gave their lot, you know, the many who gave their lives so the rest of us can drink those lattes and drive around in a car. And I think you just need to, to talk to us a little bit about the importance of that because we have lost sight of it. I think it's just another day off for most people, a day to go to the beach, and it's so much more. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Sabrina. It, it, to me, it's always um, it's a day of high and lows. Um, it, it highs in that I'm very happy to be 
um, smells or, or tastes or, or just things that just bring you right back to center and, and, uh, and do that. And so, so for Memorial Day, it's, I mean, every, I think there's no one way to go about celebrating Memorial Day, per se. I mean, there's no wrong or right way, per se. I think um, usually at 3 o'clock uh, local time, wherever you're at in the U.S., there's usually, uh, they say, you know, do a, a pause for remembrance. Some people uh, will fly the flag at half-mast uh, until noon on Memorial Day. Others will march in a parade. I think, I think the best way that you can celebrate our dead is to is, is, is to take a moment and to remember why you have this holiday. Remember why you have a day off. It's not just a day off from work. And, and to understand that there are people that paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we can, can, can celebrate the day. So we can just be alive nice. to, to, to capture what the essence of, of Americana and what it is. And, it, and it's a lot more than hot dogs and apple pie and, right. and baseball hall. And it goes farther than that. I think every single day we take it for granted. Every day we take for granted that, uh, for instance, if I flip on the lights, will, the, will electric work? You know, will my water work? If I, if I drive from here to Moorhead on my way to the beach, will a checkpoint pull me over and possibly kill me. Because, I mean, that's what we're dealing with in other parts of the country, and I think we... In other parts of the world, absolutely. Every day we, we just don't realize how other people live. And when you think about the millions of people who have lost their lives in the different conflicts throughout our history, you know, starting, from, I guess, from the Civil War through, you know, World War One, II, Vietnam, all of that, I mean, it is... It's heart-wrenching, and, you know, as a mother, I can't imagine sending my son to war. Cannot imagine it. So, you know, kudos to the families and the parents out there whose, whose sons and daughters so believed in democracy and what our nation is all about that they were willing to put their lives on the line so that we could continue to live in this great country. I just... And, and it's beyond look, my comprehension sometimes. And look, there, there are very real... Right now, at Cherry Point and Camp Lejeune and all across eastern North Carolina... There are Marines just like Dustin who have come back, uh, who have come back, and who are feeling the exact same way as Dustin. They don't have anybody to talk about it. Families are being broken up because of these feelings. So, my hats off to you, Dustin, for for taking what taking what no human being should ever have to do or experience. Taking something that is so averse to to what we are essentially and turning it into a positive and every day basically is a Memorial Day for you. Um, what, would, what would you say, you know, if there's Marines out there listening who have these feelings of isolation, the same feelings about dump trucks coming up, what, what would you suggest, Dustin? No, I, I'm glad you bring that up because recently I got challenged on this uh, 22 push-up challenge, and it's for a nonprofit out of Texas called uh, 22 Kill. And they're bringing um, awareness to the fact, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there are 22 veterans that kill themselves every day. Every day we have 22 veterans killing themselves because they, can, they can't uh, deal with um, their, their uh, my wife discovered this term, moral injury, and I think it really goes to the heart of matter. I mean, there's PTSD, there's TBI, traumatic brain injury, post-traumatic stress. Um, there's all these things, survivor's guilt, I deal with some of those things, and they start to uh, leach into suicidal ideations and even possibly suicidal attempts, but we're losing 22 veterans a day because exactly what you said, they feel isolated. They, they start to come 
come back and, they, and they're, they're trying to compartmentalize it and they're starting to take accounting of it and say, well, what was it for? What was it worth? What, you know? And I would just say to those guys that, and gals, because we have you know women serving too, and is that one minute? Make it forgotten. quick. You're not forgotten. You're appreciated, even if somebody doesn't tell you that. And that if you need help, if you if you just need something, that you know the VA has set up a national hotline. You know that you can call it any time, any place. Call it. Reach out to somebody. If you don't want to talk to somebody, then I would really highly recommend maybe reach out to a fellow veteran. Sometimes. They want to be more private about it because who wants to open up to those? Uh, Dustin, boom. thank you. Thank you. We're, we're, we're wrapping up. But also, just come down to the Beer Army. Talk to Dustin. Yeah, that's Share true. Share your experiences yeah, with your guys. Yeah, seek you out at the Beer Army. But, you know, Dustin, I, I want to thank you. I know I kind of caught you off guard a little bit this morning, but uh, um, I, I think it's so important for us to talk about this day and this weekend. And I want to thank you and all the veterans and people out there who serve our country. So thanks. I hope you all and you and your family have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. All right, guys, everybody, we're coming right back. We're going to wrap up the show. This has been an awesome day. We're almost done. We'll be right back. And we are back. It has been an awesome day. If you missed our show and you haven't heard all the parts of it, you really need to go to talk newburn.net later today we archive all of our shows so if you want to listen to this one or any of our other ones they are archived there i mean we were just listening to dustin kainshorp he is retired military u.s marine corps and um he really had a very compelling discussion about you know what it means to be on the front lines the impact of it and why memorial day is so special to this group of people and should be and should be to all of us. So Dustin, thank you. Your candor was just incredible. Yeah, I agree. This, you know, all of Eastern North Carolina, especially our area, Cherry Point, Havelock, uh, Ura Marines, yeah. there's 22, to them. 22 veterans dying every day of suicide. Enough. You guys have enough. We are a community that, that reach out to a veteran, reach out. If they won't reach out to you, you reach out to them. Cause while 22 are dying or killing themselves every day, Many more families are dying every day, and uh, we as a community need to support them. Show 3 o'clock on Memorial Day, just stop, think about it, remember people, and reach out. If your neighbor's a, a Marine or uh, in the Army even, uh, reach out. That's all I'm saying. It, it, these guys are dying for us, and we live the best lives of any people in history of the world, and we need to, we need to say thank you to the people who have given us these lives. Right. Right, and you know, and then also to our other guests today, Kathy Adolf, and the, all the awesome things she's doing along the Follett Street corridor with City Laundry. I mean, you know, this is a great city. Lots of good things happening. Just need to get out there and find out about it. And, you know, come to our webpage, uh, talknewburn.net, find out about what's going on in the city. You know, um, there's lots of places for information. And hey, you know, shout out to my downtown council friends and neighbors that uh, we are group of businesses we meet and last night a group went over with permission to the Elks building that yucky building that's been sitting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. and you know how people post all those posters and notices and everything and it looks horrible well we got permission to take all of that out and to put a sign there that says please do not post you know the, the city's trying uh, or the owners are trying to sell the building potentially and get some new blood in there and get that place fixed up and it looks awesome go by there and please people do not 
post anything. It is not the public billboard. And it looked bad and tacky. And um, thank you to, to our friends downtown who went there last night and cleaned it up. And it looks really good. And hopefully we can scrape some of the tape off the window as well. Sabrina, so. we haven't been controversial at all today except I for this know. art thing, which I don't think is going to catch on. I know. But, you know, we do, I do want – I'm going to get an updated – uh, version of the budget. I want to hear all about that yes, budget. It, it's you riveting. Know, it was it was passed. I do want to talk about the fact that I I guess my feeling right now is that, you know, the things done in the budget are more to benefit our mayor and board of aldermen's reelection. You know, um, I don't see what the message. Where is the message? What's the lack of understanding about what's going on in our community from the board of aldermen? Um, no fire station, no public safety uh, upgrades, what we need. I'm, I'm really concerned about no rhyme or reason to this budget. $2 million for uh, paving. Okay, I understand that. But then they're taking money from all these other areas. You know, on a high note, though, it's, it's good. They did put $15,000 in for the preservation of the Cedar Grove Cemetery, and there's a group of people that have been working tirelessly to take care of um, upgrading and maintaining that very historic cemetery. So I'm glad that Alderman uh, Blackiston did include that in the budget. I'm also glad that somebody came to their senses on that board and took out the cost of living increase for the Board of Aldermen. They were going to get a 1% raise. I'm glad that was taken out. So next week, hopefully, we can delve into it when I have the official copy in front of me. But, Lee, hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend to all of our veterans. Hoorah! Everybody out there, thank you for your service. Thank you for what you do for your country. I'm glad that I am free and that I can, I can live in a country that is free. And thank you, everybody. And, hey, Caleb Bradham's birthday today nickel pepsis don't forget that's wonderful and guess what we're gonna see you on the sidewalks this weekend everybody have a great day thank you for listening to city talk have a great weekend